Luke and Lewis on 101.9 The Fox. Come on! That's right, it's Luke and Lewis on The Fox. We want to get right into it here because we have some breaking news coming up. For once, our show is about to break news. We never break news. No. I don't think we've ever broken news before. A couple of times we've broken wind, but never news. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, and you need to stop doing that on air. I and do. I've, I've been meaning to bring that up. Yeah, this this booth is soundproof and airproof, so <laughs> we just get trapped in here with it. It's no good. But, but uh, so much news is about to be broken next. I think we just need to get into the song quickly. Can you play the song on times two speed, Mike, just so we can get to the news quicker? I'm not allowed to do that, but <sighs> it's, it's only three and a half minutes. Okay, who, 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 what's the song? Uh, happier from Bastille and Marshmallow. Hurry up, Can Bastille. you just play the Bastille right. bit? Forget about Marshmallow. <laughs> yeah. Luke Lewis on the Fox. <laughs> Guys, breaking news. Breaking news. It's Thanks, very Mike. urgent. Um, so urgent that Mike didn't have, even have time for me to say there's breaking news before he hit the sound effect. No, that's the move. We need Sorry. to get into it, man. Mike's got the right attitude about this. Let's quickly break this news and stop talking about how much we want to break the news. Oh, really? Is this making the news take longer to appear? Yeah, apparently. Oh. They don't do this. Like, you know, Peter Hitcher is never like, guys. For 30 seconds, I'm going to tell you about how good the news is going to be. And that's actually, why the show do doesn't that. work on radio. No, that's, that's no I reckon they, the they plug that for about three yeah. days before the news. <laughs> so really, you guys are getting it super quick. Yes. Now, guys, breaking news on Twitter. It yes. came out. Uh, if you're in Melbourne right now, in particularly near Paran, yes. then get excited and we need your help. Breaking news, John <laughs> Cleese, uh, star of Faulty Towers and Monty Python, the man with the mustache. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was spotted on Chapel Street very recently. <laughs> and and that's, <laughs> not, Exciting stuff. that's not confirmed. We just saw a tweet where someone yeah. said that we're getting... Someone said that they're getting reports that someone else has seen John Cleese, yes. and we saw so that tweet. We so. haven't seen John Cleese, but no. this is where you, you come in. We want to scoop. We want to know what he was doing on Chapel Street. Was he at Revs? Was he shopping? Like, what was he doing I on Chapel Street? I think we can prove definitively whether or not John Cleese is on Chapel Street right now. So if you are anywhere near Chapel Street, give us a call on 131060. You're going to be our lookout. I'll even take near Punt Road, up that end, up <laughs> yeah. the St. Kilda end like of Punt Road. If I'll you're take, within an hour radius of Chapel Street. Yeah, if you, or if you've been in, within Chapel Street in the last hour, did you see John Cleese? Can mm. we uh, confirm these reports? What was he doing? Does he stuff his mustache? There's so many questions I want to ask. Or even that, is he still there? Can you pass him the phone to talk to us? We want spies everywhere. Oh, we're getting calls. <laughs> we want to fill the board up. So right. give us a call right you now. Keep by an the way, eye out for John Cleese. You don't have needed to see him, by the way. Are you just around Chapel Street right now in Paran, yeah. in Melbourne? We want to hear from you. Quickly call. We need a John Cleese scoop. 131060. <laughs> We have some breaking news here. Uh, John Cleese apparently is uh, walking around Chapel Street. <laughs> wow. So breaking before you breaking played it sound too effects early. as well. <laughs> before he played the sound effect too early, now it's too late. Doesn't matter about the sound effect, the news is what's important. Luke, break it, because I got interrupted. John Cleese <laughs> was spotted on Chapel Street today in Melbourne, in Paran. Uh, we want to get the scoop on our show first. It's yes. a pretty hot discussion. There's been a over three tweets about it that I've seen. So there's seen. only three tweets. We're not sure if he's there, if he actually is there, is he, if he's still there. So or we did a call out. Was. So yeah. we got everyone to call if uh, if they were anywhere near Chapel Street. And we just wanted to get as many eyes on that street as when possible. He could still be there. That's he exciting. Could. Exactly. So we're going to see if he is still there. George, welcome to the show. Are you on Chapel Street at the moment? No, guys, I'm, I'm at home just relaxing, getting ready for work tomorrow. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my uh, right. Is, up on the weekend. Is so. John Cleese there? 
Uh, no, well, I've had a show on Thursday night, the Faulty Towers. I think it's called the Dining Experience at the Stanford. Right. Where they do um, have Manuel. Uh, okay. Wait, wait, was, was and Sybil and it's a, And George, are you going to that show? show? I went to you it already on went Thursday to it. night. Oh, you already so went to it, show. right? And was John there? Um, well, it wasn't John Cleese. It was an impersonator. Pretty. Much, very much looked like him. You know, the old tall, long legs. Wait, wait. Thing. So there could have been a John Cleese impersonator on Chapel Street today. It could have been. So this we've just broke fake news. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. We're fake news. Uh, this uh, isn't very good for the well, reputation. That's a great scoop. Thanks very much, George. Amber, uh, have you seen John Cleese today? No, I haven't. But <sighs> if you do, I'll be the first one to know, man. <laughs> are you, so are you on Chapel Street at the moment? No, I just finished. I just finished a day on work, so I'm on my way home. But if I hear anything in the next few days, it'll definitely. Hey, let us know. Yeah, if you, if you hear anything know. in the next ten minutes, give us a call back as well. Yeah. <laughs> where, where are you at the moment, Amber? Uh, Glen Iris. Are you in your car? Uh, yes, I am. Keep is, a look is John Cleese in the back seat? <laughs> look, I can't see him, but he might be under all of the shit that's in there. <laughs> could you Could you just check the glove compartment? Yep. Hold up. All right. <laughs> let us know. Is he in there? No, nothing that I can see. No, okay. Well, thank. Could you just could you just yell out the window, see if John's around? <laughs> My window doesn't work. All right, that's, that's right. right. We'll Thanks, ask the next Amber. person too. <laughs> Simone, you're on the corner of Duke and Chapel, I believe. Um, we are not. We've been moving because we're looking for him. Oh, oh okay. Okay, can you yell out, John? John. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is anyone looking? Did anyone? Please, Monty Is anyone looking? <laughs> nah, no, 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 no. Not a few weird ones. No responses. Have I was you say as if no one just looked at you? <laughs> there, everyone else is also looking for John. They've already tried that tactic. Everyone just kept walking. No one heard us. Okay, well, Man. we gave it a shot. Well, I don't know. I feel like Wait, is he actually here? Well, yeah, no, no. That well, that's, that's what we're trying to work out, Simone. Hey, Simone, you're there. You let us know. We're nowhere near there. And that's just, why we called. We've that's just what we seen it here. on Twitter. So maybe we saw a John Cleese impersonator and we've done our <laughs> two radio segments. And John, Where was he last hey, seen? Is John Cleese even in the country? He was last seen on Chapel Street, but we only saw that because of a tweet. So we might be fake news, Simone. I think we may have wasted your time. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Keep a lookout, though, Simone. We turned on to Chapel Street for this. Well, let us know, alright? It's Luke and Lewis on the (laughs) phone. It's Christmas time! It is. It's December 2nd. Or is it? It's December 2nd. I feel like that's when you start organising it. Well, that's my rule, is you're yeah. allowed to start celebrating come December. Yeah. That's what, at least at least getting in the festive spirit. We put up the tree yesterday at home. Oh, really? when I say we, mum did it when I was out, because uh, that's boring. <laughs> yeah. I just like enjoying the tree when it's up. That's more fun. Our tree's it? not up yet, but I feel like it'll come up in the next couple weeks. Well, let's let's fade the music, because I, I want to talk about Christmas etiquette. Yeah, that's enough festive around celebration. Let's get on the rules. Yeah, just before... Before we enter a festive season, let's set some ground rules. My rule is, let's not enter the festive season until December. Oh, absolutely. I saw a local shopping centre, November 1st, put up like one of the, you know, like they put up on the lamp signs and stuff on the street uh, lights. They just start putting up like little wreaths and stuff. That's no good. You're kind of still cleaning up from the Halloween decorations. Oh. Isn't that like- There were Halloween sales happening. Yeah. And then it was like, also getting, lots of businesses peak early with Christmas. They Mm. go like, get in for your early Christmas shopping. Yeah. You know, like, 
you know, I feel like that's when all of the businesses, their advertisements for Christmas sales arrived too early, and they were like, no, well, we don't have room out the back. Yeah, <laughs> so we just, they just chuck put it out. up. <laughs> and I think November's peaking too early, but I yeah. also reckon uh, if you've still got your Christmas tree up by New Year's Eve, you can get out of here as well. It's just the <laughs> yeah. December th- festivity, like festive period. Yeah. And if you've still got it up by Australia Day, <laughs> throw a barbecue at it. I mean, it shouldn't be there. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> Replace not. it with something better, like a snag. Um, Our but, whole studio is decorated with Christmas stuff at the moment. We don't know who did this. It wasn't here last Sunday, well, which is right on time. I've got reports that it happened on Friday, which means it happened on the last day of November, so I'm not too happy about that. Little bit too early. They should yeah. have got people in on a Our Saturday morning. Our studio's got tinsel everywhere. It's, uh, <laughs> it's very festive in here. Mm, it is. Well, we were thinking, guys, give us a call on 131060. Yeah, before that. Yeah. Actually, do give us a call. 131060, what's the earliest you've set up for Christmas? What's yes. the earliest you've started your Christmas prep? Is there anyone still doing it in October? That's what I want to know. Yeah. But before we go into that, Lewis, give us a call now. But I had a theory. Are you a Christmas Grinch? No, I love Christmas. I absolutely love Christmas. Who told you that? Our producer James in the car was like, oh, you just know, like, Lewis is a Grinch. Just like, you wear black everywhere all throughout the year. I mean, I'll wear black to the Christmas party, but I'll enjoy it. I I bet you the Spears family doesn't put up a Christmas tree until mm, December 22nd. You know what? We have. We have a very small Christmas, but we that. love it. Our right. Christmas goes. Our Christmas celebration on the day goes for about two hours, and then everyone goes and just does their own thing. Not because we're sick of each other, just because we're all like, all right, we did that. I'm going to enjoy Christmas right. by myself. Okay, interesting. I just thought you'd come across as a Grinch. And, out of, and by the way, everyone else on the team thought you were a Grinch too. But it's no, great the to only, The only time I may look like the Grinch on Christmas is when I cover myself in green tinsel. So right. That could have been giving you that impression. <sighs> Also, a, banger Christmas jokes coming at you. Sloppy joke to end the segment. <laughs> Thirteen ten sixty. When have you started celebrating Christmas too early? I want to speak to all the Christmas keynos out there. Okay, you can convince me. Maybe people disagree with me. Yeah, but we maybe people think November is the time to start festivities. Hey, we'll find Man, out. Man, I bet you there's a guy like come Christmas in July going, let's do it. Like let's <laughs> let's keep these decorations let's up. Bust the turkey out. Like, yeah, 3rd and 1060, are you a Christmas Kino? Are you looking forward to Christmas? When did you start planning? We asked you guys on 13 1060, are you a Christmas Kino? We wanted to find, like, the earliest Christmas celebrator we could. Well, yeah, I saw um, a shopping centre early November start putting up decorations near my house. No good. I thought that's peaking too early. My mum made the call yesterday, December 1st. I respect that. Yeah. As soon as it hits December... Boom. That's the festive season. And I'd say it really begins when you enter the 12 days of Christmas, because then mm. you can start quoting the song. That's true. You know what um, was really good? I went to a shopping center today, which is the 2nd of December. The yep. doors open, and we saw a, a big nativity display. And I was like, oh, that's Christmas. Exactly. Right on time. Right on time. Uh, America were doing it too early. I just got back from the States, and I went to Rockefeller Center, where they have the big tree yep. in uh, New York. And man, they were getting the scaffolding started. It was about November 12th. <laughs> And I'm thinking, guys, this is one of the most iconic Christmas trees in the world. Do it on time, please. <laughs> it's the kind of a thing, it should be like a 50-man job where they put it up over the night. They don't want to pay Christmas rates. No, they don't. You're right, they're trying to get it 3,000 people to yeah, build. <laughs> um, we've got Logan on the line. Logan, are you a Christmas keno? Uh, I think my family's pretty, pretty keen into it. Yeah. How keen? Uh, about 15 years keen. <laughs> What, is, Wait, what does that you mean? You started 15? preparing for this Christmas 15 years ago. Well, um, unfortunately, we're out of the house now. We've, um, we've yeah. moved. But um, about 15 years ago, we set up the lights and uh, never took them down. 
Oh boy. Do they still work? Yeah, yeah, we uh, turn them on every year for, for the month of December. So. Wait, so you just have them off all year and you live around it? Yeah, the, uh, the lights blend in with the, the gutter skirting, so <laughs> no one really knows that the Christmas lights stay off. So we don't oh, take wow. Out. So you don't have, like, reindeers in your front yard in June, do you? <laughs> no, no, no. We, we just the lights. Minimum, but uh, just, just enough. Oh, wow. <laughs> have you ever turned them on when it's not Christmas? Or it's just only ever Christmas you turn them on? I think we can't be bothered until Christmas comes around. You can't be bothered turning the switch on. I mean, there's nothing to do. They're already set up. Yeah, <laughs> That's exactly. why you haven't taken them down. Just, yeah. This is like the laziest <laughs> family of all time. I love it. I, I call it smart. Just <laughs> you're right, mate. You're, a, you're not a Christmas Kano. You're just a very efficient. And I respect that around the festive season. It's a busy time of year. <laughs> I'm all about exactly. that, man. I bet you've got to get back to all your efficient stuff. So. Thank you very much for calling, Logan. Someone on the team has uh, been doing... He's a serial offender, and it's tearing us apart. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's a little bit obvious who it is, because we're both complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, someone's done it. anything. Well, I've been affected by it in the past, and yes. I believe that it's it's started to affect more members of the team. Yes. And we want to talk about it next. I'm not going to say it's an intervention. It's a stern warning. Mm, stern warning. It's it the last straw. It is the last straw up next. We have something we need to talk about amongst the team, don't we, Luke? Yeah, it's disappointing that this has come up again. Again. Uh, I thought it was the first time when it happened. Don't laugh, please, mate. This is very serious, <laughs> and it's about you, so i wipe that smile That's off the thing. We usually try and like do a pretty comedic, kind of fun, mm. happy-go-lucky show, Not and it's today. disappointing that the mood has to be brought down yeah. temporarily. And we're sorry about that, but don't stop listening, because this is an important lesson mm. for anyone with a close friend. Radio Mike, well, close friend. Radio Mike, uh, work acquaintance. Hello, thank you for having me on air again. <laughs> well, it's, it's a privilege, mate, considering how you've treated us. <laughs> uh, you, You're on very thin ice, stop yes. laughing. <laughs> you have a habit of frequently organising things with Luke and I and then cancelling on us. I know, I'm really sorry about this one because... Hang yeah, on, I, let's recap. Okay. Yeah. Happened to Luke about first. About three weeks ago, uh, Mike and I organized it on a skate room together. He, we go, let's get there at 9 p.m., uh, an hour early. It started at 10. Yep. And uh, I'm there at 9. 10 o'clock rolls around. Earlier <laughs> in the day, did you confirm yes, we're going to the Yes, the last escape room? text was like, see you there at 9 p.m. was yep. a few hours before. Mm, I was waiting on a seat on the street for one hour. No text, no call. <laughs> Turns out, slept through it. Stood me up. <laughs> Like I've never, and, it's and, never happened before and to me. I never do that kind of thing. Like it was, it's oh, so rare. Oh, you never does it. He never does it. No, you never do that kind of thing. Me to miss a deadline, like you guys know, I'm very punctual. It's R- like a rare to me. miss a deadline. That's interesting that you say that, Mike, because uh, <laughs> about two weeks later, you and I organised to have uh, dinner together yeah. at a Japanese restaurant that I've been trying to get you to take me to for months, <laughs> yes. and uh, we organised it ten days beforehand. Yes, and Did then you? no, we yes, didn't. it was. It was like a week. I there are screenshots the to prove it. <laughs> I looked up the text ten days before, so we organised it ten days before, and then the night of, you text me. Oh no, I've double booked. I can't do it. Now, and this Mike, is coming from a guy who's even very rarely booked, let alone <laughs> double. I know, because so often we'll cop a message at like 8pm going, anyone free tonight? Hey, dude, I was free when we organised it and you didn't show up. So I'm not going to show yes. up last minute. I'll get there and you'll be like, oh, I changed my mind. Mike, I want to know, you said that you double booked. Yes. That means... 
that not only did you double book, you also chose someone else over me. Who'd you choose? So what happened was, and I was all systems go for this dinner. I was so excited about it, man. Mm, just like the escape room. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> yeah. I what, never do this. So, you know, I all, like I organized it 10 days in advance, allegedly with you. On the day of the dinner. <laughs> Literally have evidence. On the day of the dinner, yeah. a friend from uni mm-hmm. texts me. You don't even go to uni. <laughs> no, like a friend from when I went to uni all right. those years ago. Oh, she texts me and she goes, still good for dinner tonight. I completely forgot that like 14 days earlier, I had organized okay. to get dinner how that come? night. You her. can remember exactly how many days ago you booked with them, <laughs> no, but not I, with me. I just know it was before I organized well, with you and I forgot about with it. This so is... then why did you just say 14 days? Do you actually know it was 14 no. days or did you just say that because it was bigger than 10? <laughs> not the point. <laughs> the latter. That means... <laughs> <laughs> that means there were four days of what you say is true, where you would probably sort of been like, ah, no, Lewis, can't do that date. Just recently, mm. only four days ago, booked in another dinner that See, night. And Can yet, we This reschedule? is my problem. It's not... It's not that I'm like rude or impolite. It's that I have oh. a poor mem. I have a poor memory, and I forgot about it. Right, and. Mm. This is Old the thing. Dory she, Mike over I there. said to the friend, I actually said to the friend, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry I've double booked with Lewis. And she said, She said to me, Well, why can't you see Lewis another night? And I said, Yeah, I see him at work all the time. That doesn't count, man. I'm, you know what? I'm giving you a red card from the. Sh- Wait, red or no, yellow? yellow? Okay, yellow card. Sorry, that was just Lewis not knowing how soccer works. <laughs> So what does that mean? The point of this segment was to give you a warning. A yellow card means take 15, maybe. Uh, you know, just take the song. All right? um, have I, a would think like about to, what I would like to give myself a yellow card for, getting, for forgetting how soccer works. Great. I'll so. wrap up the break by myself. Oh, yep. just yellow card myself. We're going to have to go off <laughs> Don't want to brag, but uh, we're on the Fox. Well, I've got a humble brag for you all. Yes. Um, and look, I, I honestly was considering just doing this off air because... Well, doing I'm, it on air would be bragging unless you started the sentence with, don't want to brag. Because then it makes it okay. That's fine. I mean, I feel like it's a bit of a humble flex, but I'm going to do it anyway. Humble flex? Reluctant brag. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was... Okay, look. Okay, I'll start the sentence Well, off. you almost started the story then. Boys, that would have been bragging. I don't want to brag, oh. but <laughs> made my... American National TV debut last week. Ooh. Thank you very much. That's, pre- that's pretty cool, man. On, and you're probably thinking, oh, yeah, like on some late night cable show. Big t- The big time. The big time. Made an appearance on The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Ooh. That is a big show. Like as a comedian? Performing? Well, I am a comedian. Oh, you yes, are? So you I were a comedian. a comedian. Were you performing <laughs> comedy? Um, at the time? Yeah. Ooh, define comedy. I mean, it's so, such a broad art Something form. Something that, that, that if an audience of regular people were to see, they I would showed laugh. my mate and he laughed. So, <laughs> does okay. that count? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. What happened was- So, how, what, what comedy were you performing? Um, I high-fived him. And I would say I did it in quite a comedic way. You high-fived way. Jimmy Fallon. Jimmy, during the way. credits. Right. <laughs> but then they cut out my dab. I tried to dab and then they put a credit roll over it. So you weren't that funny, and they cut half. Well, your I act. was trying to be funny, and then you know what? In hindsight, doing a dab isn't that. Funny. <laughs> That's not very funny. But um, I panicked, and yeah, it, you know, it's disappointing because as like someone who does strive to maybe get to get over America and maybe do an actual appearance on TV, yeah. that will always be my first That's ever time I was. I was on American television, me high-fiving Jimmy <laughs> Fallon, then smirking at the camera, and you can see me decide to dab, 
And just as I... I've seen the footage. You you see, yeah. oh, cool, Jimmy Fallon. Oh, the cameras are on me. Oh, that means I'm on TV. Then I'm going to dab. I smirk, and then they cut away just before I dab, and it's very disappointing. <laughs> well, but, that's, uh, that's... Yeah, I don't want to brag, but that happened, I guess. Well, 131060, give us a call. What's your claim to fame? Everyone has a don't want to brag story. Mm. All right? You've got one. Yeah, I do. Now, Luke, I don't want to brag, but... <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, no, I don't want to. Yeah, Very great. That's fine. Well, You're I, a humble guy. If anything, I just wouldn't even do this segment because it requires a little bit of brag. Yeah. I don't want to brag. However, but now that we're doing it. I will. <laughs> One time when I was uh, nine years old, yep. me and my mum, we were walking down our local shops. <laughs> Imagine if that was the brag. One That's time it. I was nine years old. My, my, my hands were tied. All right. <laughs> well, I was born. It. Had nothing to do about it. Yeah. Uh, we were walking down our local shops and there was a news reporter uh, filming a story, talking, and my mum saw him and thought, oh, we're going to be on TV here. We have to walk That past. would have been, that's an, you're a child star. Mm-hmm. That would have been your first shot at the spotlight. Exactly. So what mum does is she planned it all out. She stopped us. Mm-hmm. She got out her makeup, made herself look a bit more. <laughs> she got out makeup? She, yeah, she got Wasn't out makeup. Wasn't it just local news? Yeah, I know. She got out of makeup. She got out her sunnies, put her sunnies on. Oh, right? It was maximum 6.30 p.m. Cool, calm, collected, right? And then she said, Lewis, don't walk at the camera. Don't look at the camera because that, would, that wouldn't be very cool. And then we walked past. And man, so you just did a walk by. Yep, just a walk by, <laughs> just a bit of a strut by. We look great, and 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 now I'm actually now I'm telling that story. I do realise well, that the uh, camera person was standing up, so I don't think I would have been tall enough to get on film. But my mum was there, and well, that's mate, my claim to fame. I'm glad that you didn't want to brag because you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so but give us a call. We want to hear your thoughts. Third and ten sixty. It can be a claim to fame. Everyone has one. Look, this is an opportunity. Yeah. As long as you start the sentence with, "Look, guys, I don't want to brag." But then go for it, all right? Yeah. Everyone wants an opportunity to brag. Have you been on TV? Yeah, one time I was on, uh, you know, when they show the Oz kickers at halftime in the AFL footy in mm-hmm. slow-mo, and I, I kind of had my tongue out to the side as I was kicking the ball because I was like <laughs> a concentrating action shot. Yeah. I think we still have the tape somewhere at home. Don't mm. want to brag, but that happened. <laughs> so give us a call on 131060. What don't you want to brag about? What's your claim to fame? We are talking claims to fame that you don't want to brag about, but hey, if you're going to, you might as well do it on radio. Yeah, recently I had a good one uh, last week. Guys, don't want to brag, but uh, I made my American television debut on the Tonight Show, on, on the Jimmy Fallon Show. Mm, that's yeah. pretty good. Uh, I got one. Don't want was to brag. on in the credits, by the way. I didn't do it. I wasn't a guest. I <laughs> uh, don't want to brag, but one time when I was nine, I walked past a uh, television camera for the news. Wow. And I may have got on. Do I you remember which channel? No idea, ah, but so it was a big camera. Seven, nine, or ten, or maybe if you're lucky, SBS World News. Mm, that's a big claim to fame. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, we've got a few callers here. Emily, welcome to the show. Uh, what's your claim to fame? Hi. Um, not to brag, but good, I was good, good on. Start. Pardon. Good start. Great start. Yeah. <laughs> um, not to brag, but I was on Seven News with Jane Bunn, the weather lady, and Ooh. I was in the back um, picture frame. Wow, that was good. That was very good. I like that. Very well done. My mum is a huge Jane Bunn fan, Emily, so uh, she probably saw you. I mean, there's a a lot of people watching. So did did anyone uh, recognise you at school the next day? Uh, Not at my school, but where I live in Pine Hill Caravan Park, one of the managers, he was watching the video of Cliff (laughs) and he's like, I think I saw you. That's great. Thanks so much. What an honor to speak to you, Emily. Uh, Guys, we just had Emily from uh, Channel 7 News on the show. Oh, that's pretty pretty good. good. We're going to brag about that. You can brag about being on our show, Emily. (laughs) It goes both ways. Thanks for calling. (laughs) Taylor, welcome to the show. Uh, What's your claim to fame? 
I don't want to brag, but I was on an ad for Nickelodeon. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. You were on an ad? Yeah. Like, did you get slimed on the ad? No. Ah. I wish. That what, so what was your ad? What did you do? Um, I don't remember all of it off the top of my head. I just remember that we were filming at a beach. Yep. And I didn't even know until a bunch of friends come up to me at school a few days later saying, oh, we saw you on TV. And I'm like, I was on TV. When? So that's, Why that's, didn't anyone tell me? That's great. That's your claim to say. So you didn't try and dab like me knowing you're on TV? I, I honestly had no idea until they told me. And I was like, oh, okay. Little bit hey. strange that Nickelodeon's not telling the kids they're filming them on the beach. <laughs> and then no, airing no, it. A little bit suspicious. We knew that we were filming, but we were also told there was a possibility... That oh, okay. All right. Part. That's all right then. Well, yeah. hey, thanks for calling, Taylor. You can brag about being on our show later. Uh, Mike, you've got a claim to fame. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> I don't want to brag about this one, but it's pretty good, so I will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I was in year one at school, Ooh. Uh, Mike Larkin, the weather guy on Channel 10, he mm-hmm. still does it, actually. He, he, uh, he came to school, and because... His name was Mike L, and I'm Mike L. Yeah. Got to kind of hang out for a bit, chat weather. <laughs> That's very cool. Give yourselves a round of applause. Wow. Amazing. Man, I wouldn't want to brag about that. <laughs> hey, I, I Adele. actually have a photo with him still. Oh, really? Yeah, I might oh. try and dig it up. Is the weather in the up, photo man. as well? No, it's indoors. Uh, <laughs> strange decision for Mark Larkin to do press shots indoors. Anyway, uh, to do meet and greets. Uh, Adele, you've got a last one. Wrap it up for us. What's your claim to fame? Well, I don't want to brag, but when I was about two and a half to three, I was in a Frankston tourist brochure. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> that's good. That's, that's the good. top. All right, people. You know, I, I I feel stupid now coming in to brag about Jimmy Fallon. I know. I've I mean, never been. I don't think I've ever been in Frankston. No, twice. Being in a Frankston brochure is pretty good. I mean, I assume that's just a photo outside of Centrelink. But hey, it's a claim to fame. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we had our Christmas party last week, Luke. Uh, I was away, so I'm sure you went and represented the show well. Yeah. you were the only member of the team, uh, of at least us three, who were going. Mike was in Japan. Mm. I was also overseas. So we were kind of relying on you to go in there really, A, show like well, that our the show is. Christmas party is very important, and you need to show up to show that you care about the company. I would say the <laughs> biggest work event on the social calendar every year. Yeah, and, and last time we went... Everyone was like, oh, wow, you guys came. This is great. And yep. I think it got us a lot of points. So it's a very important e- event. To Only attend. because they say how antisocial we are around the office. And they were surprised. <laughs> well, you guys actually kind of yeah. like us. We were like, no, 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 we're here for points. Yes. Now, uh, <laughs> I think I represented the team well. What I've done here is uh, I've come up with a timeline of events from from the party. Yeah, so you definitely went because uh, you briefly FaceTimed me from the party. I couldn't hear you, but yeah. we just kind of ha- <laughs> like like waved to each other. And... Well, the boss was there, so I thought, yeah. oh, I'll FaceTime Luke. And I go, look, we're both at the party. And the boss was like, I'm not tricked by this, but I'm impressed that half yes. of you are here. Now, 6.30 p.m., the, the party started, Luke. Uh, I arrived at 7. Good, good. And that's good because mm. I don't want our show to come off as, like, that keen. No. Like, we, we just want to, you fashionably late, but not mm-hmm. so late that it was rude. Yes. Perfect start. Exactly. Now, it was a dress-up theme. Someone dressed up, uh, someone what from... What was the theme? It was a Vegas theme. So, someone from the development team built their own app and made themselves into a poking machine. It's a pretty good costume. Wow. I did not dress up. Okay. Bad start. Mm, well, okay. You didn't go as like Zach Galifianakis with the baby in The Hangover? No, someone else already did that. No, I went then. as uh, as uh, me. 
All oh, right, you. And I've never in been to Vegas, Vegas, so not not a very good costume. Oh man, that's that's why it's a theme. It didn't mm. say go to Las Vegas, uh, do research, and then come back dressed as something appropriate. That's true. Okay, well, seven p.m. I still got to the party. Uh, I was played... everyone in? Was everyone else in? Everyone was so dressed up. Person. I was like the only person not dressed up. I did, however, lazy. play blackjack with the boss. <laughs> Sounds illegal, but. <laughs> No, it was no. You weren't gambling with real money, okay. and he won Monopoly more money, money than me. So I let him win that one. Okay, you know, I let the luck favor him. Uh, Eight p.m. I was already planning my escape. Had enough. You've <laughs> <laughs> been there for an hour, and these parties go till like one a.m. Oh yeah, had enough. I was there for an hour. Talked to everyone. I was but like, hang oh, on, yeah. you've got to do. That's enough for you. You now and then you got to go represent me. Yeah, uh, you got to go represent Radio Mike. Yep. And, and instead, what I did was I, I got our producer, James, and Ebony, who helps out on the show, mm-hmm. I started organizing, because I knew that they wouldn't let me leave at 8.20, so I thought, if I organize to leave with them to do something at 11 p.m., then we can leave. We organize an escape room at 11 p.m., right? So that locks me into staying at least until wow. 10.30. Cool party, man. It must have been great if you're organizing to leave at 8.20. Hey, everyone was having heaps of fun. Yeah. I was not. Yeah, because you weren't participating. Because I was representing the show. No, it's because you didn't dress up and mm. you probably felt left out. Mm, no, and I also don't you didn't so. have any friends there. But, excuse me, James was there wearing a robe. Okay, Ebony was there. We were going to do an escape room you afterwards a t- as a, in a toga. No, he was wearing a hotel robe, like a bathrobe. Yeah, just went as like a hotel guest. Very comfortable. <laughs> that's not. That's not great. Oh, I mean, you weren't even there. All right. Now, no, no, I'm judging him. I'm saying, like, now you, you not dressing up looks almost more Vegas thing. Okay, look, well, 8 p.m., it may, may have been organized my escape, but I didn't leave mm-hmm. until we all agreed that we would leave at 10.30. I left at 9 p.m., <laughs> <laughs> and I went to the radio station to be alone and read my book on the couch. <laughs> 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 because, <laughs> because I had enough. <laughs> and you I went... To uh, the end of year Christmas party, and you read a book. Oh, I don't. I know we don't have this plan, but thirteen ten sixty. <laughs> Are you more boring than Lewis? No. What did you do at your Christmas party? Can anyone top reading a book? Hey, look. Okay, I didn't read it at the party. I left, oh, and also man. it's fine. I was still representing the show. I did not tell anyone that I left because I knew they would not let me, and they didn't notice that I what, left what until ten thirty, man. I was reading book 21 in the Horace Heresy series. It's 54 books. <laughs> i got to get this done, man. There's 25 books warfare. left. Yeah, 10,000 years of warfare to cover. Oh, i got to get it done. You're even on the, the Christmas party. boring person I've ever met. Excuse me? How do you have a job on radio? I did an escape room at 11 p.m. That's exciting as. Yeah, you're Dead probably a bit sober. tired because of all the reading. You're like, oh, guys, <laughs> sorry, I had a big night. I read three chapters before I came here. <laughs> well, hey, man. I, 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 You know what? You might have a point because I might be a little bit boring because I didn't notice that I was gone until 10.30. Next year, we're going out till 6 a.m. <laughs> You're not going to leave. <laughs> All right, but I'm bringing 10 books. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, I want to talk to you, Luke, about what my Uber driver got done while he was giving doing my trip, just doing something <laughs> else as well. <laughs> well. You mean while I was driving you? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's good you, you got there. <laughs> hey, man, long sentence, Lewis. Back at it again. Lewis is so bad at summarizing things concisely. I know. I just panic on the pressure. You just go, okay, so I was at the shops the other day, which if you don't know what a shop is, uh, it's... <laughs> hey, man, I'm trying to tell you about my Uber driver. Now, yeah. if you don't know what Uber is, do you know, I should probably explain what a taxi service is yeah. first. <laughs> we'll work back from there. <laughs> no, I was, I, was, uh, I was getting driven home from the show. It was Sunday night, like uh, 8.30 p.m., and uh, we get halfway to my house, and then my Uber driver goes... 
oh, do you mind if I fill up petrol? <laughs> That's and a bit rude. I, and I think to myself, I was like, I don't know. Do I mind? I mean, do yeah, I have you to? Do. Do I, do I have to pay for it was my first thing. But before I could think about that, I was like, all right. Like, because he said it. It's not like a toll road. It's not like where you're like, no. oh, man, I've, I've cuffed his petrol charge for the week. <laughs> well, the thing is, he said, do you mind, while he put the indicator on and was already pulling oh, in. Already so if I said no, he would have had to swerve to the right and kill us both. So right. I was kind of <laughs> backed into a corner here. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, all right. And then uh, he stopped and he just filled up his entire tank. Did you give him five stars? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I'm not a dog. Right. <laughs> I, I feel like... So you'd say you that's give... a five-star ex- experience for you. Ten-minute detour. If he doesn't spit in my face, five stars. <laughs> that's that's it, right? I'm, what am I, I'm not going to rate him, honestly. Right. <laughs> so, I, well, it got me uh, thinking. This happened to me in Thailand. Yeah. But it was a cab driver, and at least your guy asked. Yeah. My guy just pulled into a petrol station, and I leant over the front seat and went, Hey, mate. Are we getting petrol? <laughs> and he went, yeah. And I was like, okay, cool. And I just respected the confidence. Yeah. I was like, oh, man, I would never do that. That's so cool. Did you pay more money? Did you see the meter going up while he was filling nah, it? No, it was prepaid. Or, or we kind of paid him before we got in. We were like, how much to hear kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's not too bad. I ended up paying more money. I saw the thing going up. And I compared it to my last trip from work to my home. Way more expensive. And I, so I, I, I kind of subsidized his petrol. You did. <laughs> so 131060 got me thinking, what else has your Uber driver got done? Give us a call. I want to hear what else they've done yeah, like while ha- driving you. <laughs> have you ever had it? Or it could be a cab driver as well, like yeah. a taxi, any rideshare thing, where have they run an errand? Because yeah. I think it happens all the time. You just know like someone's, you know been through a drive through or got food. So often they'll just, oh, just a quick call to mum while I'm yeah. driving, you know, just let when, her know how I am. When is your, let's, okay, let's maybe like dob in an Uber. I mean, we don't want to dob people in, but just like, yeah, when have you seen an Uber driver do something unorthodox and run an errand during a trip? Yeah, 131060, what else has your Uber driver done? We asked you guys on 131060, what else has your Uber or taxi driver got done while they were also giving you a ride? As uh, my Uber driver, <laughs> halfway through the ride, just pulls into a petrol station and just starts <laughs> filling up. It'd be funny if he came out with like snacks as well. If yeah. like he also, did he come out with like a paddle pop or anything for him? <laughs> no. <laughs> Actually, my, my brother's friend, they had the same thing happen. It was yeah. like maybe 3 a.m. on a Saturday night. The Uber driver. They had a big night out, and the Uber driver was taking them home. He pulled in to get petrol, and as he was leaving the car, my brother's friend goes, Oi, mate, can you get get me a blue Gatorade? And the Uber (laughs) driver just stops, looks at him, and goes, What? He goes, Just a blue Gatorade, man. (laughs) And the Uber driver goes, All right. And then he comes back with two because they were on special. He goes, Oh, here you go, guys, two blue Gatorades. Did they pay him? No. But he was filling up. They paid for that. Fair yeah, transaction. Fair Mike, you had something that your Uber driver did. So I'm coming home after a night out and I'm in my Uber and I'm feeling a bit peckish. So I say, hey, can you pull through this Macca's drive through And he goes through the Macca's drive through and the lady, he pulls up to my window and the lady in the box is like, can I take, what do you want? Tell yeah. me what's your order? And I go, oh, just a small cheeseburger meal, please. And then, and she's like, great, anything else? And then the Uber driver goes, oh, I'll get a latte and an apple pie. 
And he Did he dro- say separate order? Then he drives up to the payment window, yeah. wi- to my window, and I end up paying for it. <laughs> he just scammed you. Yeah, I know. I was Did like, he offer you money sorry. at all? No, sorry. It was actually a taxi. So there was a meter and I, I got the receipt. And then when he dropped me off, I said, he's like, oh, it's $29. I'm like, well, actually, oh. it's $25 because you still owe me for the latte and the apple pie. And he ended up taking it off. That's good. But yeah. he tried not to. He tried not to. That's great. But. Well, uh, Gabe, welcome to the show. What else has your driver done while giving you a ride? Hi, guys. Um, yeah, well, we're in um, a sort of situation like yourself. Well, we're in Thailand. Um, yep. And we, we obviously prepaid our, our taxi. And yep. so he took us from, obviously, our, our place that he picked us up to where we needed to go to. Yep. Um, and he just asked us. He goes, you know, can I, can I stop for a little bit? And I'm we're kind of thinking, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, mind you, he stops in the middle of a suburb. Um, he's gotten out of his car and into his house. Um, into and we his hear house. the bells. Yeah, into his house. Right. What did he do there? <laughs> did he have to do a poo? Um, we're, we're kind of thinking, you know, what's, what's going on? Like, what are you, is he going to go say hi to his wife? Yeah. What's going on? <laughs> um, <clears throat> so, so what was he yeah, doing? we're waiting there in the car. Sorry? What was he doing in the house? We, we had no clue. But then as soon as he came back in, we realized that he'd gone to his house to, to go and pray. Because they pray, um, I don't know how many times a day. So he's yeah, going to his house. right. <laughs> I, I mean, just, excuse me, mate. Just going to check in. Quick, just a quick chat with God, and then, <laughs> and then just back doing the trip. I mean, yeah, that, that's good on him. I get. Look, I wouldn't do it. That's confidence. Couldn't he wait till the end? Like, how far away from your destination were you? Oh, like we just left the place we need to go to. He must so, have driven straight to his house. So we probably could have done a quick pray before the trip, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Yeah, that is still better than doing a poo halfway through the ride. Yeah. <laughs> pray <laughs> over a poo. That's my rule. <laughs> Thanks for calling, Gabe Blair. Welcome to the show. What has your driver got done during a ride? Hey guys, I was in um, San Francisco with my partner. Yep. And we were like just going to get some clam chowder at the, uh, the wharf. Mm-hmm. And the driver's like, hey guys, like, I've got some keys from my last fare. Do you mind if I drop them by? You know, it's on the way. And we're like, oh, oh right. no worries. You know, it's on the way and stuff. 15 to 20 minutes later, he's still searching for this chick. She's like calling him. He's calling her. <laughs> She's like, oh, I'm, this, I'm down the road. And then, yeah, 15, 20 minutes later, out of our way. Uh, I've paid for all this. Surely he didn't put it on the meter. Oh, I did. What? (laughs) He's running errands from the last trip. If anything, the girl lost her keys should be paying. That's what I thought. But no, she wasn't even thankful or anything. She just was snobby about it. It That's disrespectful. And that would never happen in an Uber because they wouldn't want to risk the five-star rating. No, it wasn't Uber. Oh, Oh, no, it was Lyft. It was Lyft. Lyft, right. How how did you rate him? Did, Did he get a good rating at the end? Oh, I think you're giving a three. Like, <laughs> people are so afraid to give a one. I, I don't know. I don't think you can give a one, man. I don't think you I, can. I feel like a dick giving a one, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for calling. You have to do calling. a poo in the car. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I don't want to give it in the car while he's watching, you know? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, thanks for calling, mate. See <laughs> That brings us to the end of the show. Uh, we have been checking periodically uh, throughout the show whether or not John Cleese actually was on Chapel Street or if that was just one tweet yep. that one person said and we took it as fact. Earlier in the show, we did break the news that, yes, we thought John Cleese was on Chapel Street in Paran. Well, someone else thought it and we believed well, we, we it. We saw a tweet. We didn't actually see him there. No. Someone else saw him there and we thought, boom, let's take that as fact. We did a pedestrian. We were like, let's see a tweet, make it into a story. Yes. And, and a lot of people believed it. A few people called our show and went to Chapel Street to try and find him. They started yelling John out the window and were very disappointed. We created a out. lot of hype around mm. Chapel Street. So the real tale is in there. You're welcome. We've brought a lot of traffic to the area. But... 
What have I've we done, clarified it? I've done some research here to figure out whether or not he actually was there. Now, the last known, publicly known location of John Cleese mm-hmm. on his Twitter, he said on the 27th of November, tomorrow I'll be in New York talking about my book. Now, that means if he was to make it from New York to Chapel Street, he probably would have to get on the plane on the 30th. He would have landed on the 31st. It's possible. And the first oh, they're also thing a day did, behind. Oh. Sorry, Lewis. November only has 30 days. Okay. So he so wouldn't have a 31st. Day. So the first thing he would have done upon landing. He would have had to go. St- Sorry, Lewis. Just a yellow card. There <laughs> no, that, isn't, that, isn't that two yellow cards? <laughs> yeah, that's a red, red card. You're right. going to have to show you have to, You don't have to sit well, out this one. Why no, do you I have just to sit got out? it? I'm yellow carding you. you oh, just really? Got yellow carded. Yeah. Oh, really? Mate, and another oh, well, that's one for my not second listening. One. Red card, get oh, out. Right. Sorry, guys. It's a red card. <laughs> you just got red carded. Ref. What a disappointing way. Sorry, ref. I'm being a good sport, though. <laughs> Lewis, Lewis was being left. a good sport. He was apologising to the referee on his way out. It's just uh, Luke and Radio Mike to wrap up the show. What well, do you want to explain what Lewis was going to explain about John Cleese? Or um, do you, or do you, is it just, should we just wrap the show? Oh, we're just explaining that uh, he would have had to come to America straight Somebody after. come back in and explain Hey, it. mate, can you get off the mic? You're red carded. <laughs> Sorry, right. ref. Jeez, we're looking at a suspension now at this point for next week. <laughs> I'm just going to play Too many whistles for you. Can you red yellow card yourself? <laughs> all right, this is enough. And you know what? This is bad radio, and I've been a part of it, so I'm going to red card myself as well. Guys, we're all going to take the show off till next week. <laughs> this is Luke and Lewis on the Fox. Tune in next Sunday. Catch up on the podcast. Why am I talking? I'm red carded. Goodbye. <laughs> Luke and Lewis on 1019 The Fox. Hey, podcasters. Is that what we're calling them? I've, I've said it a lot. It's so generic. They mm. should have a better name. Hey, Luke and Lewis's. No, that's the worst. Mm, hey, Luke and Lewis podcasters. What I mean, the zonk? Remember from nah. last week? Nah. That'd be awkward if you didn't listen to last week's podcast. Does that mean that you listened to last because you weren't? You here weren't here. Did you, do you, have you been checking out the podcast? Hang on. Mike said he was listening live. Did you I listen? Was, you listen live, live and listen to the no. podcast? So Ebony, who does the podcast now, sent through the podcast message and I was like, oh, I might as well listen to this. Oh. Probably shit because I'm not in it. And uh, I was right. <laughs> what and, the well, zonk, okay, man? But he's still <laughs> referencing it. So, hey, man, go zonk yourself. <laughs> Uh, all right. Hey, podcasters, let us know what you'd like to be called. <laughs> and, uh, and we'll take that feedback on board. Mike, how was Japan? Ah, uh, it was awesome. <laughs> Sorry, is this culturally to... insensitive? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's like, it's like adding, adding dance no, drums to traditional music. Wait, really? I don't know. Should we cut this out? Maybe we should turn it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was really good. And like, it was honestly such a shame to come back, but maybe not for the reason you'd expect. Are you trying what to, to you over our there? own podcast message? Maybe. I mean, just tell the story. So yeah, something so, happened. No, not something happened. Well, yes, my life <laughs> I changed. I hope something happened. My life changed. Your life changed. You right. guys ever heard of a bidet? Yes. Yes, I <laughs> yes, Well, I, I can tell you. <laughs> if you don't know what a bidet is, uh, it's similar. We talked about it on the show a few months ago. Yeah, Me did. in Thailand, they have the mm. hose system for cleaning. Instead of toilet paper, uh, That's more other of a countries. manual thing, though, in Thailand. That is a manual thing. Bidet is attached to the toilet and I believe squirts a gentle stream, or is it not gentle? Uh, you can adjust the pressure to your liking. Great. Uh, mm. I was always on high pressure. And do you control it yourself? Is there a button <laughs> yeah, next to the toilet? Button. There's a button. Man, and Japan's so futuristic. Now, the thing about it, is yeah, they're futuristic, but the thing the about it is like, like droids. Like, they have toilet paper, mm. but they're not 
they're not wiping to clean. It's they're a, wiping it's a to dry. dry. Uh, and you know what? That's a better system. You know what? What? My bum, it's never been cleaner. <laughs> It's never been cleaner. <laughs> have you have you not pooed since fresh Japan? bum Mike? <laughs> I don't want to because because yeah. then you have to clean up with toilet paper. It would have like been a pleb. miserable return to Australian uh, hygiene standards. And I decided that if I ever get a house like my own house, the first thing I'm doing, which you probably will never get yeah. from what we get but paid if I here, do, but if I do, yeah. Getting a toilet with them a day. You can all come over and use it whenever you want. <laughs> Even listeners, po- Luke and Lewis podcasters, the, the come over. No, the and listeners are invited. Clean your bum Everyone, at night. All the listeners, <laughs> you you bum clean party. Yep, we're gonna have the cleanest bums of every single radio show out there. Wait, remember that uh, opener we did? Yeah, you can win a date with it. Well, you can clean clean your bum with radio, Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's good. I yeah, like that. relax in Japan. Go clean for your bum. <laughs> yeah, something like that. We'll work. With, with yeah. We'll work motion. on it. We'll, we'll work, work on, on it. it. I do think that if we if we go forward with this and this is a promise all of the listeners come over to Mike's house for a clean bum yeah. well my we future ma- house not at my current house yeah mm. he needs to buy a bidet this is probably gonna, this is probably 10 p- potentially 50 years from now yeah so stay tuned for that and we may not be known as the best radio show community in the world yeah. but we will all have the cleanest bums <laughs> and that's something we pride ourselves on yeah that's what matters I mean not at the moment very dirty bums in the yeah. show because we know I don't have any bidets and probably if you did- <laughs> <laughs> I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>